Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinion. That's it, guys. We made it. Season five finale. Woo-hoo! The season five finale. This is season five, episode 15. Yeah, it's going to be such a good one. We skipped last week so that we could end on a good one. Yeah, it's pretty rare that both of us don't want to do it in a week. And it wasn't because we didn't want to do it. We were ready. We were ready. I have <laughs> shitty notes. George's shitty notes. There was but fucking nothing. we could nothing. not end this season like... No, every season gets better and better. Yeah. And we thank you all for listening and fucking supporting us. We sure did. Tell the people what happened last week, babe. All right. Bellator had a card (laughs) in Moscow with Fyodor. That's how you're supposed to pronounce his name. I know. I know. But. And you just do whatever the fuck you want like everyone else? He... Fedor is a legend. Fedor has been around forever. Fyodor. People Fyodor did not give a fuck about pronouncing names in the early Fyodor. 2000s. That's how I'm trying to remember it. So in my head, I have to say Fyodor first. Fedor. And then I'm like, Fyodor. Fedor. Amelia. Nanko. Enko. Enko. <laughs> um, like Laura Sanko's Russian cousin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Fedor. <laughs> was fighting um, in Moscow, which was super awesome against Timothy Johnson. And he won in a round one TKO, which was like super awesome. Um, Like they were in Moscow for him. So um, I personally think he should have retired. He is a legend in the sport, despite the fact that no one pronounces his name correctly, but he didn't. And that's fine. Also on the card was Irish fighter Brian Moore. We were driving on the BQE. <laughs> watching watching him lose a three round slugfest. He, he held in there, but unfortunately he lost. He won that first round, I think, but then he lost the second and the third pretty decisively. Yeah. It was a bummer. Uh, also, before we move on, who was it? Andreas or maybe uh, Paul? We're talking about starting segments where we talk about like old school fighters or people that like that you might not know. Fedor, like it's hard. Fedor was the goat for a really long time. Pre John Jones, pre fucking GSP, Demetrius Johnson, all these people on the list. Fedor was on the list first as the goat and the heavyweight goat at that. So if you ever want to look up F E D O R, which is the dumb version of how to say his name, look up Fedor highlights and you'll see some crazy fights from Japan. Yes, that's good. He definitely deserves his dues. And he's still fighting at 45, which is just like so nutso cuckoo to me <laughs> um yeah tell the people what happened last week at ufc fight night since two weeks ago there was nothing to talk about yeah so we could have given you information for this fight but you can hear it now um we weren't so excited last week but there was some drama before the ufc fight oh night this God. saturday i like didn't even really know about it until george told me um and the drama was in relation to weight which was quite interesting since i just went on my rant about like not liking weight cuts however i believe you should make weight that's right which was a tricky little situation you want your cake and you want to eat it too girl i get it yeah me too the drama was that it was clear there was no way Paulo Costa was going to make weight. He was needing to make weight at 185 pounds, correct? Yeah. 
185 pounds. He was nowhere near it. Like during fight week, UFC doctors were like, okay, he's not going to make weight. Like there, it's very clear. So at that point early in the week, it was unclear if a, if a fight was even going to happen. However, Vittori said he would fight Costa at whatever weight. He didn't fucking care because he felt like Costa was just trying to get out of the fight. That's how clear he was not trying to make weight. Yeah. And so when Vittori was like, I don't care. I'm fighting him at any weight. Like we're freaking fighting. It honestly made me like Vittori more. I think he's a little hot headed and can be annoying um and i don't like that because he's also a little weird (laughs) yeah but then in this like fucking crazy situation he handled it really well i don't think that there's been more a lot of fighters that have like flipped their fan base from like so negative to so positive in one week more than marvin vittori interesting that makes sense yeah yeah i think that's true he He wasn't really liked a lot (laughs) yeah but he showed a more mature professional but still like shit talking and, and a tough guy motherfucker yeah because after all of this bullshit um both guys ended up weighing in at 205 pounds so they didn't just miss weight by like a pound or two which we think is terrible and which has gotten fights canceled in the past costa went up a holding weight class that is fucked up man yeah, I mean, it's fucked up on, like, so many levels. So when they first realized, when the media realized exactly that he was going to miss weight by a lot, like, earlier in the week, he did it in the most, like, fucking Brazilian, no-speaking-English-type way. Did you see Listen, that? Listen, this is, no, this is was part of my notes. Like, I dislike him a lot now, but George reminded me that it's TBS. What's that? You told me it was TBS. What's TBS? You were, must have been drunk then when you said it typical brazilian shit did i yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess if we were watching the fight saturday yeah, night it yeah was. what did we do saturday during the day oh Patricia's. yeah yeah I, yeah it was tbs <laughs> <laughs> when he was telling the media they were like well how much do you weigh now and he's like oh, i don't know like 73 kilos or whatever it was so they had to do the math like he didn't he never said <laughs> how much he was over and that's then they were like smart. that's 211 pounds son You're 40 pounds overweight <laughs> <laughs> that's clever um and he wasn't apologetic about anything he like was such I'm a fucking, fucking asshole yeah i'm over his shit and the only beautiful thing about this story is that marvin vittori won a pretty crazy five round fight yeah uh, it, it was, was an awesome fight it was an awesome fight and way to go marvin vittori because you were in the process of fucking cutting weight yeah and you were still able to put weight back on in a healthy way to not like lose your cardio and um way to go marvin (laughs) um what else did i want to say about this fight before we leave um number one Vittori is from Metacorona, Italy. So the, a video went viral of his whole village in the town square getting together and watching the fight. And that was really fucking cool. Yeah, that cool. made me like him more too. <laughs> and uh, what else? It was just a great fight. Definitely worth watching. It was, but we got to move on to this week. All right, what's happening this week? Yo, this is the lot. beginning. Yeah, this is the <laughs> beginning of two weeks of freaking amazing cards. Uh, the amazing card starts at 1030 on Saturday because it's back in Abu Dhabi. Babe, how do you feel that we didn't make it to Fight Island this time? I'm a little annoyed that my job is getting in the way. Yeah. And I will try to rectify it for the next card in Abu Dhabi. 
That was pretty amazing that we did get to travel during an international pandemic or global pandemic. It's kind of funny that yeah. because it was a pandemic, that's the only reason we were both yeah. able to travel. Three times. <laughs> with Abu Dhabi, three, three times in one year. Yeah, three wow. Times one year. Um, on the prelims, we have Makwan Amirakani, which he doesn't get enough love on this podcast for yes, having an does. awesome name. Yes, he does. You fucking say awesome name. Yes, nah, you're does. getting it confused with all the other guys that I like that name. <laughs> Who all, they all get more and more famous, right? Like, Bala Muhammad was not True. as popular as he is now. True. True. Fucking uh, what's his name? My other boy that I fucking uh, love, who just beat uh, oh. Tony Ferguson. Fucking um, yeah, that it rolls off the tongue. Benil Darius. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Mark I have Adam another Americani. name on this card that I wanted to add to the notes. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to add it to the notes. Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos. That's a good one. I am rooting for him. Is That's a wild name, man. Polish, Portuguese, <laughs> all Belarusian. Them. Um, like he's Brazilian. Very interesting. Oh, very interesting. Well, anyway, Makwan's fighting Andrei Petrovsky, who was on the Ultimate Fighter and didn't win, but still got a contract. And I think we liked him, right? Did we? We liked him until he was fighting the other guy for the finale. And uh, we the we, other guy yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Cool. Uh, the main card has a ton of fucking fights on it, too. Jan Bohovich versus uh, Glover Teixeira for the Light Heavyweight Championship. I'm actually excited for this. Uh, what do you think? Are you, are you, are you, I am. Yeah. Like Glover Teixeira, he's basically a, a, a veteran who's in his 40s now, and he just he's making his one last title sh- uh, run, you know? Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty excited. And Jan is the man, yo, Polish power. I'm glad that he's around. And I think this is the first time that he's fighting since he beat Stylebender, who moved up from 185 to fight him at 205. So let's go. That's that. Peter Jan is fighting... Uh, Fyodor. <laughs> Cousin to Fyodor. Fyodor Jan is fighting Corey Sandhagen, and then the winner will go on to fight Aljo for the Baltim, uh, Bantamweight belt, hopefully. <laughs> Dude, we are so excited for this fight. I don't know how we keep forgetting about it. Dude, Peter Jan's one of my fucking favorite fighters. I gotta say it. Although... I don't like him <laughs> because I can't like I, I kind of my allegiance is to Aljo yeah, it's and to, to Corey. So yeah. it's, it's rough. But Peter Jan's the man. Um, I hope it doesn't hear this because he'll definitely fucking find my address and fuck me up. Yep. And then also on the card, this is the fight. Actually, no. Mm, I'm really excited for this fight. Is on Makachev versus Dan Hooker. That's fucking insane. And then uh, Andre uh, Alexander Volkov is fighting and then Hamzat Shimaev versus Volkan Ozdemir. That's I'm like really excited to see Hamza. I want to see how he how he looks. Yeah. Um it's a it's a pretty stacked card which is exciting and they're like calling it like an ESPN Plus special because they cannot do two pay-per-views. Are you sure? Are you sure? Positive. Okay. I did the research. Okay, you're paying if we have to pay for it. I mean obviously. <laughs> Anyway, there's no Bellator um, this week until they're back in Dublin on November 5th, just in time for your birthday, boo. I know. I wish we could go there. We still could. We still could. We still could. And we finally have the PFL championships. It's tomorrow. Everyone. No one. Us. I'm reminding us. 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 Tomorrow, Wednesday at 4.30 in the afternoon. What's the chance we actually watch? I don't know. The time is there. The yeah, time, the time is, is there. there. The time is there. <laughs> the people we want to win the million dollar check include Chris Wade, Ray Cooper, and Kayla Harrison. They could all be millionaires tomorrow evening. How wonderful. Also on the card, but not for the million dollar check, is Clarissa Shields. George, 
Are we rooting for Clarissa Shields? You know, man, you know, I want to say no. I really do want to say no, but I don't want to be a hater. I don't want to be a hater, and I wish I liked her more, but I've made my uh, thoughts clear on that. I don't think that she's really kind of taking on the MMA Mm -hmm. lifestyle and persona. I think she's still like, I'm still so fucking great, Mm -hmm. but she's got to do what she's got to do to make her money. I get it, whatever. So I decided that I am going to root for Clarissa Shields to win, Mm -hmm. but I want her to go through the fucking ringer. Like, okay. I want her to go through and and she did that in her in her yes, in her debut. Yes, I was gonna say she that. did, but I want to see it even more, and I want to see her technically. I want to see just even slight improvements. I just want to see them. Okay. That's what I want to see. I listened to her on Ariel's show this week. Oh, what do you think? She made me like her. Okay, yeah. Like I think we can like there's, her. There's no reason to hate her. Yeah, yeah, and there's no reason to even like her. I think we can root for her. So. Yeah. Let's root for her. All right. And there's another fight we don't really give a fuck about. So. Whatever. PFL. <laughs> Let's get to, uh, I feel like season five was the season of three round. <laughs> was there even episodes. one? Yeah, there was definitely early on, I think. All right. Well, we're in. Top three. All right, never in the history of this show have we done a breakdown between fighters. So I'm going to end off the season with a breakdown between Jan and Sanhagen. People want it. Yeah. Your notes are not looking very detailed. So I hope you're going to give the people a detailed breakdown of this fight that we said we're very excited for. Very, very excited for. Uh, Jan versus Sanhagen. Jan is just like, he's kind of like the uncrowned king because he should have been the champion, but he was... I mean, he was crowned. Was he? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he never defended his title. There there you go. And then since (laughs) you say that, because I did forget that, he was crowned because he fought Aldo for the then vacant, I believe, 135. Yes. And, um, yo, that fight was a lot better than people remember. I watched it recently just because, because I was like up late at night. Aldo Young? Yeah, like maybe like 8.45 at night or something, maybe even 9 o'clock. But even Young, oh my God, who's the guy with the hair? Faber. What about that fight? Like, even that was a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jan's had good fights, but Jan Aldo was awesome. And I think the reason why it kind of got overshadowed was because it was on the same card during International Fight Week July 2020 when uh, Volkanovski fought Holloway for the second time and Kamar Usman fought Jorge Masvidal, which was all that exciting shit. Masvidal was like getting on the flight to go to Abu Dhabi last minute. So Jan's like super proven. Sandhagen has been amazing. And the only like little hiccup that he had was that he got caught by Aljo and got choked out. And uh, I think he got put to sleep or whatever. You definitely got submitted. Yeah. In losing that fight. Aljo is um, rooting for Sandhagen to win. Is he? He should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you well, want yeah. you want the guy who you beat to win. <laughs> so Sandhagen came back after the loss to Aljo and he's just been looking like a crazy freaking Dementor, yo. Like he uh, knocked out Frankie. Oh, Oh, we make Harry Potter references on this show now. Yeah, you, and you look like Voldemort right now in the dark over there with a the little you bit were of fucking to light. Say that name. Uh, no, nah, bro. It's fucking. I'm, I'm. I got fucking magic on my side. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for this shit. 
Number two on the top three of the week is just just drama. There's, there's just drama around. There's a little drama for your mama. Hawani and Chob still haven't fucking really officially settled. Hold it all. up. It's, I thought it was settled. There's That's like a ceasefire. There's like okay. a ceasefire. Okay. Like, like, we'll, we'll treat it like that. Chob, they had a private conversation. On, on the phone, but then they both talked about it at length on their phone. Yeah, <laughs> on that's what they do. Shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not like us. We, we, we might not have the fan base or the listeners that they do, but we at least keep shit fucking private. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Loose we'll lips never, yeah. sing ships. For real. Um, so, Shab basically went out and spent like a whole like 40 minutes on his uh, podcast, basically saying that he was wrong, but still not saying I'm sorry. Who can go on for 40 minutes of an apology without apologizing this, this guy is like so dumb dude he, he doesn't he didn't even know yeah. i believe that he's so freaking dumb he didn't even know he didn't apologize i'm not a fan anymore i'm just i not that i really ever was but like i, I didn't really have too much of a problem with him but i was never like impressed with his comedy or any of that shit right god damn bro you you just can't even just say i'm sorry and move on yeah but then Hilwani, he's just my favorite he's my favorite now. <laughs> i like, do i like him that he became Hilwani. he's still like even after the pseudo apologies like i didn't hear i'm sorry <laughs> and he's damn right so, um yeah it's, there's that and then since we're just you know, know hit me with a little more drama. drama man on twitter people are still like not nice to aljo at all they're still calling and now that even worse now that like jan and sanhagen are fighting because like people are just commenting and bringing out Joe's name up uh, when it's really not about him right now. He's doing his own things on the side. He's getting better, but people are like criticizing his workout videos, saying like, "If you're hurt, you can't be doing this shit." And like, man, it's just it's just fucking drama. And the two guys that he's really connected to are fighting this weekend, so it's just kind of like weird. And I don't know what's gonna happen, but I feel like there's gonna be some like Twitter beef after. Well, I hope Aljo can handle it. The last interview I heard with him, he did bring it up in like a. I think it's getting to him. I, I think it's getting to him, but not in like it's like rattling his brain. Um, it's no. like rattling his feelings. He's like, I was I was really injured. Yeah. I didn't do the anything illegal. Yeah. The other guy did something illegal. It's a it's a little difficult to hear people shit on me. And that's the thing. It's just like shitty behavior. Like that's the thing with Paulo Costa that we were talking about before with him missing weight. He kept saying he's like I don't never saw a contract for 185, which is like a not true and b like such a shitty thing to fucking right. do and say. Like I I do not like getting into Twitter beefs. I am not like Sal. <laughs> <laughs> and like the t- I tried to pull it back, you know. But I commented something like, man, when he got on the scale and weighed in at 205 and looked all cocky and like wiping his hands i said that was like the most like one of the fucking most dickhead moments in mma history and i had a couple people reach out to me and it was actually a very pleasant experience on twitter and they weren't fucking talking shit they were just like why like why why is this one of the most dickhead moves i don't even really understand and i was like bro perfect analogy i was like it's like when you're waiting online at the airport and somebody fucking cuts the whole line and acts like they're not even fucking doing anything that's a fucking dickhead move yeah straight up and this is also a dickhead move of peter yan to fucking not be like not to basically leave aljo alone and all these people to fucking right. keep it going which sucks mm. um last thing since we were talking about Mar- marvin vittoria paulo costa we're just talking drama style bender every fighter is basically figuring out now and they should have figured out earlier but style bender is uh the latest out of all the youtube guys to get like a, a youtube channel and and make his own like sort of fucking thing shocking for him too because he's mr video game and like yeah he nerd should've. and yeah, yeah, yeah whatnot whatever better late than never yeah so he both 
beat he beat both rather Marvin Vittori and Paulo Costa in like real bad fashion yeah. like he knocked the fuck out of Paulo Costa and like dry humped him if you don't remember <laughs> after he knocked him out and <laughs> oh, he beat <laughs> yeah and he beat Marvin Vittori so uh talking talking about the fight before the fight he was basically like nothing <laughs> nothing nothing good is gonna come out of this fight and they're both pretty bad and then he did a post fight where he's like ba- or basically watching the fight live like lying down in his bed with his freaking silk freaking sheets <laughs> and in the headline that came out of it that's on all the MMA publications is him saying they're both shit <laughs> <laughs> and so, drinking wine to make fun of uh, yeah yeah, Costa. yeah. drinking <laughs> wine to make fun of Costa and eating pizza for Vittori so oh yeah, it's pretty <laughs> I nice love that shit yeah yeah <laughs> that's funny so drama's around and wait till season six season six is gonna be even more dramatic oh yeah I think so. There you go. <laughs> so number three in our top three is actually a referee, Jason Herzog. We have spoken about Jason Herzog before because we like it, man. Um, but this weekend, we didn't get to see everything. But we know that Jason Herzog took points off of fighters in two different fights, which it is unheard of. It's not unheard of for fighters to lose points necessarily. It's 515 right now. This is just our lucky number, man. Um, but it's it's unusual that the same ref would do it. And I want to see more of this. So the first fight where that he took points off was when Seong Woo Choi hit Alex Caceres with a grounded knee to the face. He took the point off immediately rightfully so and then Alex Caceres went on to win that fight and I believe he also won uh, fight of the night nice we gotta watch that fight I know (laughs) the second point he took off was in the main event when Paula Costa ignored Herzog's request yo he gave the request in Portuguese to avoid that TBS and he told Costa to watch his fingers and then Costa ended up poking Marvin Vittori in the eye. Now, that eye poke was accidental. Like it was like Marvin Vittori's movement that made his eye get poked. However, Costa did have his fingers out and he was already warned. So I love that Herzog just took the point. More refs need to be clear with themselves and the fighters about following the rules damn we're ending season five with a real indictment of the uh procedures in mma and that's something else i was thinking about for season six there's all these things about fighter pay and rules and all this stuff let's do it babe let's fucking make the propositions on the rule changes you poke someone in the eye you lose a point tough fucking shit bro yeah shouldn't have fucking done it that's right that's it and because you know (laughs) i'm making a statement I wanted George to like this. Um, Not everyone agrees with me or with that point being taken for the accidental eye poke. Of course, Twitter responded. Well, there was some dumbass on Twitter who tweeted out that politics runs through today's main event. Boracinha, um, Paula Costa, won that fight easily, but they had already planned to make him lose tonight. That referee was a piece of trash. And Jason Herzog tweeted back, 
untrue. The real conspiracy was to start a social media platform where we could identify the lowest IQ equivalent contributors and sterilize them. We'll be in touch. Damn, Jason. <laughs> Yo, like I couldn't love Herzog more. Percy Bear. Spicy. I love it. Yeah, he's, he's got to be gonna take points off yeah. and fucking kill you on Twitter. Get out of here. Boom, boom. He's got to be, he's got to be our favorite ref right now. I think he is right now. All right, babe. Anything else? Tell the people. Season nah, five, give, episode fifteen. You want to give a quick rundown? I'm gonna give a rundown. All right, the PTI rundown. Uh, Mike <laughs> Mike Perry signs multi fight deal with Bare Knuckle. Babe, thoughts? He was caught. He was cut from the UFC. I guess. Yo, I did not know that. I did not know that either. Um. I think that's a good move for him. It's where he belongs. Yes. <laughs> someone on Trash. Twitter said, someone on Twitter posted a picture <laughs> of him and it says, so this is where his last two brain cells are going. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that th- someone should make the picture with the spoon from toy story and bare knuckles should be telling mike perry you're trash just like me okay we're, i'm gonna make we're that meme that. and post it yeah uh, <laughs> yeah by we i mean you yeah jujitsu player george vasopoulos is out six to eight weeks with a torn meniscus get to th- get this babe greek dancing that's a new one any thoughts on that yeah that that guy's a ding dong <laughs> All right, that's it for the rundown. Uh, this episode is brought to you by our dads for being the best. Happy 515.